Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis. America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime funding. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience, passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis mortgage mastery mentor and head chick in charge of kinetic spark consulting families have a lot going on let ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up like delicious lolly focus pops or lolly mellow pops for kids and for parents try three new brainy chews to help you focus chill out or get energized Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. I'm delighted to have you here with us today. And by the way, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. Welcome to the community. I hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that you listen to all of the other podcasts that we have over the last eight and a half years now. I cannot believe it. And if you've been listening for a while, thank you so much for listening. I know many of you listen while you're riding your bikes. Many of you listen while you're working out. Many of you listen while you're driving your car. I love hearing when you're listening and what you love about the podcast. So thank you so much for joining us today. My guest today is Matthew. Oh, I got to get this right. Matthew, Matthew Lazowski. He is from uh, the Boston area, the Boston area, a little west, northwest of Boston. But um, he is joining us today. Uh, He's a senior loan officer with Fairway Independent Mortgage. And, um, you know, I sometimes love having loan officers come on here and and quite frequently we do, right? Loan officers who've been in the business a long time, medium, brand new, because one of the things that I learned, you know, and have learned in my, my business and being in the mortgage industry for 39 years now is that sometimes when you go to the top, you have to go back down and you have to grab that elevator and bring new blood and new ideas up to the top. And um, that's what this podcast is all about, is helping loan officers and real estate agents, because we have lots of real estate agents listening as well, um, to manifest whatever it is they want in their business, whether it's more growth, whether it's more volume, whether it's living that life of luxury that I talk about all the time and really making sure that you're being as good to yourself as you are to your business. So with that said, Matt, welcome to the show. Jen, so great to be here. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. see you here on camera. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Well, thank yeah. you for joining us today and taking time today. So I want to start with you telling us a little bit about your background and bring us to where you are now. 
Yeah, sure. So I've been in business all most of my career. Interesting. I'll do a quick uh, 10 second digression. After college, I got into plumbing with my father. So I'm a master plumbing uh, contractor in the state of Connecticut. Little known fact. Uh, after that, I got into tech for transportation, smart city and parking and did that for quite a while and had my own companies uh, working with startups running around the country. Wonderful career, got burned out and uh, had an opportunity to join Fairway Mortgage a little while ago and have really um, enjoyed the process. Fairway Mortgage has been around since 1996. Uh, started with Steve Jacobson. It's an independent uh, employee, wholly owned company and now about 11,000 people, the number one lender for retail purchases in the country. And uh, honestly, the biggest thing that I wanted was culture. Um, there's so many opportunities in business today. And I think as you grow and you uh, experience things, as you get a little bit older, you realize that there are certain things that are non-negotiables. Yeah. Culture is one of them. Yeah. You have to love what you do. The people around you need to love what they do and they need to care. And um, yeah, so that's, you know, a quick high level. It's, yeah. uh, it's been a great ride. That's awesome. Ride. And yeah. I've mentioned this on the podcast before, and I don't know when, because it's been a while, <laughs> but, but I've interviewed other fairway people and I, you know, I've interviewed a lot of people from a lot of different companies. And uh, you know, you and I were talking about this in the green room is that I, you know, I opened the first Virginia fairway um, back in, we were trying to decipher this. We think it was 2005 or 2006, something like that. Um, so it's been a while, you know, it's been a long time, but, uh, yeah, yeah, great community of people. Great, great stuff. But, you know, ultimately the reason I left is because I opened my own firm. That's why, that's why I left. I opened my own firm and had my own firm for nine years. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a great time, you know, while I was there. So let's, um, I want to dig in because, you know, whenever I interview loan officers, the thing that I want to get out of this is sharing with other loan officers, some of your secrets, right? Um, And one thing, you know, to share with everybody. So if you're listening and you're fairly new in this industry, one of the things that you'll learn is that you can share everything that you do because a lot of people don't take action. (laughs) And you know me from this podcast that every time that we're finished with the podcast, I'm saying, okay, now what are you going to do from what you learned from this podcast? And so many people don't take the action to get where they want to go. So don't feel that you can't share anything because I promise not everybody's going to take action on it. It may not align with people too. And that's part of the the great thing about having, you know, over 780,000 loan officers in the country, um, you know, is that everyone does it a little differently and still they're successful, even though they do it differently. So I want to talk about, so last year, I know your production was 21 and a half million, um, And I know that, uh, you know, you haven't been in the business a long time. So that's really a good number for someone who hasn't been in the business for, you know, quite a long time bringing bringing that in. I want to know what, you know, how this transition from being in, you know, transportation, I was snooping, you know, about you online and and checking out what you did before. And I know what you do, you know, in the parking, because I saw a lot of posts from some of your colleagues. And, uh, but tell us about how, what, what, um, leadership attributes or sales attributes or uh, system, right, communication attributes, you know, that you had in those industries. And of course, you were president of the company, you founded a lot of companies. What attributes did you take and transfer over into the mortgage industry that you feel have elevated you very, very quickly? Sure, great question. I, I think the first thing is 
one needs to understand the vision of what you're trying to accomplish, mm, right? Okay. That you, you need to see the picture painted mm-hmm. prior to starting. You need to know where you are trying to go. And then you kind of can back into that by understanding the steps necessary to accomplish that picture, that goal, right? So one of the things I've learned in the, in the transportation industry is most of what we did were projects, project-based work, right? Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we would really have a set schedule working for very large general contractors, whether it be state, airport, city, municipalities, universities, there was really a structure to that process. And I think in the mortgage business, people think, well, I'm just getting a mortgage and, and I, I want to refi or I want to buy a house. But the reality is behind the scenes, it is a very process oriented business. Yes. And I think that that innate knowledge and the training that I had really helps, right? Where I think the transparency and the clarity for the end user, the borrower, is paramount. Mm-hmm. So at the beginning, I try to break it down into these digestible, understandable steps of how this is going to go. I kind of lift the curtain between, you know, uh, uh, from um, lift the curtain of the loan application, how rates are actually generated. I actually do a Zoom call and I show them real time by clicking a link how the market will generate a link based on their risk profile. And I explain that how mortgages are generated, rates and loans are based on somebody's risk. Just like say, for instance, homeowners insurance or car insurance. Right. 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 So, um, you know, it's really understanding the process, um, breaking it down, and uh, making sure that they understand how this is going to go for them. And then painting the end goal for them as well. Yeah. I think that's super important. Um, There's a couple of things, little, you know, nuggets in there that I want to talk about. Um, So first of all, what is your degree in? So I have a couple majors, uh, psychology, and then I also majored in television production and uh, one course shy of a minor in marketing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was curious. You sound more like an engineer, which is, which is fine um, because my degree is in that. And oh, okay. uh, so I'm very system oriented, right? Because you were saying structure and the next steps. And <laughs> so immediately I thought, oh gosh, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, so that's good to hear that you aren't. And yet you're still uh, executing on, uh, you know, these strategies of structure. One of the things that I say a lot is uh, to slow down to speed up, right? And I think that what you're demonstrating here is that you are slowing down with your clients so that you have Uh, their loyalty, their trust as you go through the process. So many people um, speed up through the beginning process and then try to go back and rebuild, refix, re-re-re to get people to um, stay with them because of all the competition that's in the marketplace. So that said, um, what is your conversion ratio from lead to uh, pre-approval and perhaps pre-approval to contract then what is your conversion ratio been for you yeah that's a great question let me let me preface what I'm going to answer by the national average is no more than three yeah. percent it's very low right, right. so uh, you know I'm in that range right I, I think I'm in that range we do lead converge I mean generation we 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 think it's important but the reality is I use lead generation to lift up my referral part Mm-hmm. Right. Really, I, I have two 
in my mind, I have two jobs. One is to take care of the client first, to help them get what they want, whether it's buying a house or refinancing. And number two is to help my real estate referral partners, whether it's my attorneys, the agents, estate planners who are involved, things like that. And I find, and I think, Jen, you've, you, you've been doing this a couple of years. What did you start when you were 15, I think you, you mentioned? Isn't that <laughs> right? I'm 50, I'm I in the green room. Yeah, no, I'm 58. I started when I was 19. 19. Okay, close. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I think the things you learn in business over time is when, you know, this line from Jerry Maguire, right? If you help enough people get what you, they want, naturally, they want to help you and you yeah. ultimately attain your goals. Yeah, you'll be able right. to get what you want. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that is, I've, I've trained myself to really wake up every day and, and live that truly. And I've internalized that. Um, and uh, look, it's, it's about doing the right thing. It's about doing yeah. the right. Yeah, it absolutely is. So you've mentioned a couple of times, you know, your, your real estate partners, um, and then some other partners as well. What is the, the, um, well, I, I'm going to ask you two questions. Because I, one of it, the, the first part is that I want the end result. But when you first got into this business, you know, tell, walk us through what were your first steps? You know, a lot of time way back when I was in the business, you know, in, I guess in the late 80s, early 90s, we always said the friends and family because everyone understood that. Because a lot of people don't understand that now, <laughs> the friends and family, um, MCI, because that's what it was, you know, it was a... It was, you know, phone company is like the friends and family plan. And so we called friends and family and said, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. So one is, I want to know what your first steps were to start building your community. I call that a community, a database, right? You build your community. And then what does your, what does your referral uh, breakdown look like? Is it 90% from real estate agents and 1% or half a percent from attorneys? What does it look like now? And where do you want it to go? So it's a three-part question. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah. So, so the first thing is, what did I do? Is I became a student of my craft. Yeah. Right. Is, is I learned everything and I continue to do that. That is a never-ending process, right? Mm-hmm. I'm an eternal learner, whether it's business, personal, being a parent, um, whatever it means. And so for me, it was understanding every type of loan I've done. In, in a very short time, FHA, VA, USDA, renovation, reverse, broker, conventional, jumbos. Mm-hmm. I've done pretty much every loan that exists. And I did that on purpose. And I went after it because when somebody calls me, I want to be a resource. Yeah. So the first thing I did was learn. And I jumped into every training class. I connected with people like yourself who are longtime rock stars and gleaned information and spoke to them. And I, I, I have a personal coach. I take other type of coaching and it's a never ending process. And my coach who does over a hundred million consistently is being coached. Mm-hmm. And that's the environment I'm in. So that's the number one thing is the marketing. And I'll get to that in two seconds, but I really want to stress that for people who are maybe thinking of getting into the industry or want to take to the next level, break it down to the basics and understand your craft because this is a craft. And if you're going to be process oriented and if you're going to paint a picture at the beginning of what it's going to look like for the client, you need to understand what it takes to get there so you can break it down. And that's with education. 
So number one. Number two is I hired an incredible marketing company that created an incredible website. We filmed over about 24 videos with, with my mug in, in the video talking mm -hmm. about different topics, talking about my philosophy in the business. And I post daily on social media um, and I'm active. I also like to take Fairway has a meme. Um, they send out to all the 10,000, 11,000 employees daily. And I try every day to literally take one of those memes post it on social media and have a little caption because it represents my value system. Yeah. And, and so I'm out there trying to get uh, my value system, how I see the world to my clients. So if it connects with them, then it's great. Like, you know, let me digress on that is I think as we have doctors, lawyers, other people in our lives that we bring in, they want to fit in. So that's what I did into your ecosystem. So that's one thing I do is I post a lot on social media and a lot of it is, is relevant to how I see the world. Yeah. So what and is your breakout? Yeah. So what is your breakdown of, you know, it, and it can be loose. It can be loose. So you don't have to know the yeah. exact numbers, but yeah. You know, I, um, over time it's gotten much more referral based. Right. Yeah. So, so I would say at this point, referrals are probably 75 and, and leads are 25, but leads are also connected to the referrals. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah. so I'm trying to create this cycle of lead referral, referral, lead, lead, referral, mm -hmm. again, trying to lift up those around me by helping their business. And in turn, they, they work with me. Right. Right. Um, and then, then the last part of that is how, how, um, how many, not how many, but do you work primarily with realtors? Or are you finding that you're working with some realtors and you're working with more financial planners now, or more, uh, you know, people that are in your other networks as opposed to just real estate agents? Yep. Uh, mostly real estate agents. Certainly mm -hmm. I have real estate attorneys that mm -hmm. I refer business to. Yep. Um, over time, you start to realize there's good professionals, excellent professionals, and that amateurs. Certainly I've found that. I, and yeah. I say that <laughs> yeah. with you know humility and respect to all, but there is a significant difference in the real estate industry between people who are amazing and people who dabble. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so um, I, I love those relationships with those people who are amazing. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, and, and I, and I concur with that. I, um, I, when I coach my clients about this, it's working with people that complement, not complicate. And there could be a whole plethora of reasons why someone compliments you because it could be they're more professional versus complicating is that they're dabbling. Like you're saying, you know, I don't, I didn't tend, I don't originate anymore, but I didn't tend to work with people that were part-timers, you know, they have, they're intentional. I'm intentional. I'm expected to be available. So I expect them to be available. And I found that there were some people that I, you know, a problem was happening where a speed bump was happening in a loan and I couldn't find a realtor and they were working at Jared real, you know, Jared jewelry. They're like, Oh, sorry, I'm working at my second job, you know? And so how am I expected to, you know, take care of your client if you're not going to be able to take care of your client too. So I love that. Um, okay. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you uh, a couple things and then, and then we'll, you know, get finished here. We won't be too long, but um, how are, 
how are you differentiating yourself in the competitive market that we're currently in, you know, here in June of 2022, how are you differentiating yourself, making sure that you're not part of the white noise of the endless competition when there's so much competition for, for contracts themselves, what are you doing that's different to elevate you? Um, as an individual? And then what are you now incorporating in your practice that is a different strategy from a marketing perspective or even from a value proposition? Sure. Um, sounds cliche. I'm being myself. Yeah. Vulnerable. Right. Or, I, vulnerable. I'm not trying to create an, an ether, a, a, uh, a picture of somebody, what people think mm-hmm. I should be. I yeah. am who I am. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if I don't get business, that may be a message to me, but I find it works. I find well, that you don't need everybody. <laughs> right? Look, and, and, and you're never going to get everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. it's impossible to get all the business and you don't want all the business. You want the business that fits into who you are. Yeah. And I think that comes with age and wisdom. Mm-hmm. So I try to emote and be myself. Mm-hmm. And I find that people who partner with me fit into that. Yeah. Right. And They're so, attracted to it. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, there's a, there was a meme today, this morning, I'm going to read this to you. And this is sums up really confidence. Isn't walking into a room thinking you're better than everyone. Mm-hmm. It's walking in and not having to compare yourself to anyone at all. Yeah. yeah. And that is, and, and that was amazing. And I sent it to a, I posted it on Facebook today sent it to a lot of people because that sums up my philosophy, right? So that's one way I differentiate is I just be who I, 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 I be myself, right? Right, being authentic, yeah. Being yeah. authentic. And, and you know, I think you said something earlier, maybe in the green room, it's, it's with intentionality, mm-hmm. right? So I get up every day and I have an intention, one, to be authentic, two, to take care of my clients, and three, to take care of my partners. Yeah. And that is something I, that's a different, I mean, if that's, that's what I try to do. So if that's the differentiator, fantastic. Yeah. And, you know, I just want to compliment you on this because um, a lot of people say that because they're words, but there's a, there's an anchor and there's a grounding that I'm hearing from you. I'm an empath. (laughs) So just so you know, yeah, it helps me with coaching by the way, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's an intention and there's there, I mean, there's an anchor and there's a grounding in what you're saying. It's not just words for you. Um, you truly believe them. And there are a lot of people that you can see between the lines. At least I can, you know, I can read between the lines when someone says, I'm trying to be authentic. I'm trying to be on intention. I want to set out with intention. It, they're just words. So I want to compliment you on that because it's resonating through with me. Um, okay. So let's find out what are you doing differently? So you're saying, okay, so things have to change. I can't be all about operations, which was last year, you know, when business was crazy busy and even in 2020, um, it was busy. So we now, we do know that this will be the fourth largest year in right. since 1980 yeah. in purchase transactions. And everyone's running around going, oh my gosh, there's no business. Fourth largest year yes. in purchase transactions since 1980. I hope everybody's hearing that. <laughs> so right. what are you, what have you said? Okay, now I have to move from an operational standpoint because, you know, all the business was, I call it diamonds falling from the sky, right? Everything was falling from the sky and it was really operational. Now it's not operational. So what, what have you adjusted or pivoted to um, that gives someone who's listening 
a secret about what you're doing. Yeah, sure. So I'm going to preface, there's no secrets, right? (laughs) Here's the secret. It's again, going back to helping others. I, I mean, it's so, I get it. It's so cliche. I'm just doubling down on that. Yeah. Right. Okay, so, so how you are know, you doubling down? Yeah. So, so this is the year of gaining market share. And go. this is the year that's going to separate those who are grinding mm-hmm. and doing this daily and hope, not expecting a result, just with intention and laser focus mm-hmm. of helping others and getting out there and letting people know that you can help them. How can you help them? I say that every day to my partners. How can I help you? What can I do for you to help you today? And I'm doubling down on that, right? Tonight, I'm going to a charity event with one of my real estate partners at the YMCA. Why? One is I went to a YMCA camp for eight, nine years. It's a big part of who I am. But two, it's important to him. And he's a rock star professional and he's important to me. So if that's important to him, it's important to me. And I'm doubling down on those efforts. Yeah. And, beautiful. And, and that's it. Yeah. Really. Beautiful. Yeah. I love that. Well, that's a good segue into your nonprofits. I know that um, this is a big thing for me as well. Um, you know, and actually for those of you that are listening, we're going to have, um, we're going to have someone on this podcast here shortly. So you want to be listening for the next probably four to five podcasts that are released uh, who helps loan officers and real, it's not even just that he helps everybody, every small business. And by the way, just because you're a W2 commissioned or you're a 1099 uh, real estate agent, um, you can set up a, your own foundation, your own charitable foundation and Google will give you $10,000 a month in ads. Okay. So hopefully you heard me that yes, $10,000 per month to be dedicated toward ads as long as you give a minimum of 5%, you can give 5, 10, 15, 5% of your revenue, not your gross revenue, but your net revenue, right? Your, your wow. net. So, um, and that's measured differently with everybody. But uh, I want you to understand that if you're looking for dollars to be able to spend and do more marketing, you need to be doing this. Why aren't you doing this, right? So I've been doing this for, for several years as a lender, Um, But then when I moved into my coaching and my everything else that I do, I have set up another foundation um, so that I can get this 10,000 a month to to be able to put for Facebook ads, right? For for Google ads and Facebook ads. And um, so anyway, he'll be coming on. So listen to that because it'll be coming up. But nonprofit organizations working with uh, charity contributions is another thing that um, I'll be talking about here in just a few minutes as we end, end our time together. Um, that I'll be talking deeply about and how I was able to create um, what many of you already know is a hundred million dollar business every year. And um, to be able to do that through charitable contribution, through nonprofits and um, to do that as a lender. And it's really, really, and and again, you don't want to do this if you're if you're just saying, oh, I just need the money because I want to, you know, just market myself. You want to do it because you have a compassion for serving and giving to others. Um, and I think that, that that's really powerful. So tell me, um, so I'm not going to go into that whole thing on what my charitable contribution program is, but it's pretty intense. Um, you know, it's a full program that I help my clients with. But tell us a little bit about, you know, how engaging in nonprofit organizations and specifically about what you're going to do tonight. I mean, this is going to be pretty powerful. I know it is because I know how it works, 
Um, but tell me how it has helped you in your practice by working with nonprofits and doing what you're going to be doing tonight. How does that truly help your business move forward other than it's supporting your real estate agent? I certainly get that, but what are the other ancillary benefits that you've gotten from that? Yeah. That was a long preface. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Well, look, I'll, I'll preface my answer is I'm first generation American. Both my parents are from Europe. My father's a Holocaust survivor and he's still Mm -hmm. alive. He's 89. Um, And so one of the things that I I love about Fairway is they really support the frontline people, Mm -hmm. whether it be veterans, current military, police, right? I think that um, because of that background, I love that we have a program that we're just kicking off that I'm going to be participating in. I'm going to invite some of my real estate partners where we can give discounts mm-hmm. to some of those frontline people. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you said, what, how does it benefit me to, again, you know, it's, it's, I find you need to do things that you like that mm-hmm. represent who you are. You need to be intentional and be authentic. Mm-hmm. And so I get involved with things that fit in line. If there's a benefit, great, frankly. I mean, I'm, I'm not doing it for the benefit and I don't know if there'll be a benefit. I just need to be true to myself, Yeah. right? And that just lets people know who I am. And uh, it, it people seem to like charities, right? People want oh, to do- Yeah, it's like huge thing. now. It's, it's Look, big. you know, the YMCA, that was a coincidental thing where we were talking about doing more yeah. business together. And he goes, look, I'd love you to come. I'm like, YMCA? Like I went to a camp in Connecticut for five, six years and then worked there for three. And it was hugely foundational to who I am, to my Mm -hmm. value system and how to see the world and how to treat others. So the benefit is really it's selfish. Yeah. It helps me. It lifts me up. And at the same time, you're doing a great thing for others. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, when you go there and you're a loan officer, you know, who is there and talking, you know, and you decide perhaps you want to be on a committee or you want to be on the board or any of that, it grows your community and people will be attracted to that. So there is, that is what you get up. <laughs> you will get yeah, that. Yeah, sure, yeah. There you go. No right. question. Yeah. But it starts yeah. from, you know, finding a charity that, you know, is warm and fuzzy to your heart. It's not just going after a charity. It's finding something that's warm. You know, I was fortunate enough to um, Frank Shankwitz, who founded Make-A-Wish Foundation, is, was a dear friend of mine. He passed away last year. And I was fortunate enough to be very involved with him um, because that was something that was very important to me. Right. And um, the I had no idea that I was going to meet Frank Shankwitz and that I would, he would be my friend, you know, that I could call him and text him anytime I felt like it. Um, And he knew me. Right. Um, But that wasn't the intention when I first started, the intention was to help children. Right. So um, yeah. So I think that's really powerful. And I would just say manifest it. (laughs) Like double down on that, double down on that sucker. Uh, because I think that'll really help you. Okay. So I want to ask you a quick question. Um, uh, by the way, I love the meme because it is, um, it's a quote and I'm, I normally ask quotes, but I won't today, but let me ask you this. If I were coming to Boston, if any of us were coming to Boston, unfortunately I've lived there, <laughs> but tell us a little bit about your life. What would we be doing on a weekend? If we were just kind of hanging around with you, what would we be doing? Okay, sure. Like so, um, I have two boys. Okay. Uh, 15 and almost 13 at the end of June. So if I'm with them, we'd be doing something together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's trying to get them off electronics, 
<laughs> and, and go play baseball. <laughs> Something, yes. Yes, Soccer. my oldest son plays baseball. My older son is a coder. He was coding this cool program late last night. Oh my God, it's amazing. Um, for the past over three and a half years, I've been doing Orange Theory. Uh, so you'll be seeing me go to Orange Theory and working out. It's been a great ride. Uh, I've lost 25 pounds and I'm probably in the best shape I've ever been. And awesome. uh, it's wonderful. So doing that and frankly, working, yeah. um, you know, this business, it's, you know, you need to, well, you know, people who are in this business, you need to be available for your clients. Your clients have nine to five, most of them have nine to five jobs. So nights and weekends is the time they're kind of kicking up their initiatives and activity. You need to be available. And I am. So I'm working. I always have my phone. It's I'm, I'm always on. Um, so those are the things and spending time with people I care about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether that's seeing a movie, working out, uh, going away. Um, but, you know, what I found in this business is you can still kind of do those things and still be available. Certainly mortgage uh, industry is a little easier than I think real estate agents where maybe they have to show a home and be at a home. We can be a little bit more fluid, but, uh, always on. Yeah. yeah. Always on. Yeah. yeah. There is, <coughs> pardon me. There is a, um, a service for realtors that I've had on this podcast. I can't remember the name, but I think it's called, I think it's called lockbox. Is it? No, that's just a podcast. Um, anyway, there's a service that real estate agents can, um, pay like $50 or $150 to another realtor to show a house for them to a client. It's amazing uh -huh. little service when they're not available. Right. Cool. And yeah, it's a really cool service. I just can't think of the name of it right now, but um, yeah. So for, for your real estate agents that are saying, ah, oh, I'm working like a dog on the weekends and stuff, this is a service that they could do to say, Hey, look, you know, I have a licensed agent who can be over there for you because I'm playing with my kids or whatever the case may be. Um, and it gives them a little more freedom. So that's really awesome. Is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? So keeping in mind, we've got loan officers from, you know, brand new to very, very seasoned who have teams who own mortgage companies. In fact, we've had, um, I, I can't remember who we had. I think we had Jacobs on, on this show as well. We had, we had one of the owners. I can't remember who it's been, but um, so we have, uh, you know, seasoned people. We have real estate agents. We have entrepreneurs, just straight up business owners who listen to this podcast as well. Yeah. What would you like to leave them with? Persevere, persist, have your vision and walk it out and um, just believe in yourself and things, things aren't going to work out every day. And you just got to keep getting up and going and going and going. The, re the reality is all those memes that I post are really for me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm letting everybody know and trying to encourage them too, yeah. but just press on, just mm -hmm. need to press on. And things will happen, right? So I, I would say just continue, understand who you are. And, and if you're struggling with that, take some time and think about it and learn to be comfortable in your skin and, and walk out with intentionality and be true to yourself and authentic. Yeah, yeah, I think that's purpose. And it all started with the vision that you talked about. You know, that's one of the first things that we talk about when I talk with my clients as well. So, you know, you have to know what your, I, I call it work on purpose so you can play with passion. That's the bottom yeah. line. You <laughs> if you don't it's, work on purpose, you're not going to be able to play. You're going to have a lot of work. <laughs> it's the big why, right? Uh -huh. Yeah, right. of course the it big is. Why, right? The big why and the what, it's all of it. Awesome. Oh. Well, it's been a pleasure getting to know you, Matt. Congratulations on your success. I love what you're doing and continue to, you know, plug away and be, per, you know, have that perseverance as well. 
Um, it's been just an absolute pleasure. So what is the best way for people to reach you? Sure. Um, I have a great website. It's very easy. It's uh, my name is Matt Lazowski, but we like to shorten it a little easier. Matt Laz, L-A-Z. So mattlaz.com. That's okay, it. Awesome. It will have there. that link there as well as all of your social media links. We'll have those in the show notes as well. So that um, if someone wants to connect with you and wants a little more information on anything that you talked about, they could give you a jingle. Um, that sounds really good. Well, thank you again for being here. And I want to say thank you to everybody uh, who's listening. I really, really appreciate it. Please take just one minute to just scroll down on your phone and give us a great five-star rating and give us a quick comment on what you loved about this particular podcast or any of the podcast episodes that you've been listening to. And then I just want to remind everybody that Cracking the Top Producer Code, we've got three more events this year with Cracking the Top Producer Code. Um, the first is going to be a virtual on June 13th and 14th. So you can go to thetopproducercode.com. That's thetopproducercode.com. And we'll have the, the link in the, um, the show notes as well um, to sign up for that. It's just $97. It's a virtual event. Um, and that's a two-day event. So you can bring all of your partners with you. And then you'll have something to provide value and follow up with together to hold each other um, accountable all of your partners can come to that. It is not um, mortgage specific um, or real estate specific. And then we have in-person events. We have one in Miami that we're doing uh, September 13th to the 15th. And then we have another in-person that we're doing in my hometown or my home state of Virginia um, that we're doing November 1st through the 4th. So if you can't make it to the June and you can't make it to Miami, come on out to Virginia. It's a beautiful time of year. Uh, but get yourself signed up for thetopproducercode.com and we hope to see you there. And again, thank you as always for listening in to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I will catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.